0: Good evening, everybody. Sunday night, um, later than usual. Lots of, uh, lots of things to run around during the day. Um, I've been thinking a lot about <clears throat> what should I talk about today? Uh, you know, many subjects out there, but I think the week was pretty much dominated by trucks. And we're gonna talk about trucks today. So, uh, to those of you who don't know, uh, a convoy of trucks, Reported 70 kilometers length, um, all combined, driving west to, south, west to east, to east to west, to whatever, stopping in Ottawa, stopping in the GTA, blocking roads, protesting and protesting. So that's kind of the gist of it. Now, <clears throat> what is it that they're protesting about? That's the main question for today. And why? So, Uh, gofundme page reports that they wanted to raise uh, 1.6 million dollars something like that so far they've raised six million dollars and thousands are joining them wherever they are to protest so six million dollars a lot of money which means there's a lot of support it's 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 a very healthy movement and it seems like uh, you know they they may get uh, get somewhere in addition Our Prime Minister, Mr. Trudeau, uh, disappeared, he's hiding. He was taken to a, a, a secret place in Ottawa. He's not facing them. So let's talk about what is it that they're protesting about. So this is a, this, these are two individuals, a man and a woman. I'm not gonna go into names and, and you know, kind of history and, and past that they have, but pretty much two organizers that uh, decided once the law of um, mandatory vaccination takes effect uh, for truck drivers, uh, they won't be able to uh, you know, cross the border, get in and out, and that obviously uh, is a disturbance to their, to their job potentially loss of income so that's how it started it's been weeks if not months that i've been talking here about the rising cost of living and the covid effects and and and, uh, uh, closures and whatnot only now only now it's been two years only now we have a you know a convoy of truck drivers running through the country protesting so i thought you know wonderful You know, Canadians are known for to be, you know, a little bit more uh, more quiet. There's no riots, there's no riots and then, you know, it's not the U.S. But I got a little bit excited. That's it. You know, we're speaking up. You know, I would go, I would join, (laughs) I would stand there. I mean, solidarity, right? I mean, this is what I believe. I don't believe in closures, but we'll talk about this in a few minutes. And then I find out that the truck drivers are really after their um, their own job, pretty much. It's job security, nothing else. They're not protesting about the cost of living and the closures and everything that I just mentioned, but they're just about the fact that they ca- they have to be vaccinated in order for them to cross the country. Is this right? Mm, okay. So this is where we get into human rights and, and, uh, and kind of uh, public safety and all those rules and regulations. And I'm not going to attempt to be a judge or a court system. But I will say that it's not unprecedented in our history that vaccines are mandated and actually uh, a condition for you to be able to move freely. Example. You cannot bring your kids to school if they're not vaccinated against rubella or chickenpox and other diseases. You just can't. They're born, I think there's a, from what I remember, a year, and after three years, and after five years, there's kind of boosters, and you have to take those for um, mandatory vaccination. Is anybody raising a question about this? Is anybody concerned about this? You know, I haven't heard anything. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but I haven't heard anything about this. And I'm sure these these, these drivers um, are vaccinated against rubella, chickenpox, and all those other measles and all the other, uh, you know, more of uh, aggressive diseases, right, tetanus, but it's about COVID that they are making the noise. Now, so, you know, COVID has been, has been a, a contentious point in, in our um, way of living. But do I support that? Is it unprecedented? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think that's the right reason. Because, like I said, it already happened. It's there. You're vaccinated. But because it's covid and it's a little bit more inflammatory and and you know doesn't sit well we're gonna protest about this so this is where i don't i don't agree with with uh, with what's going on i would be much more excited and much more supportive if this convoy would have rallied saying we're done with these closures we're done with masks we're done with Bullshitting about school. Don't send your kid. Yes, send your kid you did this and that. this is all bullshit This is where I would rally and say we created as a society an impossible Way of living We shut down actively cities countries businesses In the name of COVID What have we achieved? Absolutely nothing. Whoever needed to die, died. Whoever needs to get it, will get it. And you know what? All of us. If we didn't have it or we don't have it, we will have it. That's it. It's really that simple. Have we achieved anything by closing everything? Are we gaining anything from whining and and bitching around about oh i can't get to class my kids and we have not gained anything and we will not gain anything closing businesses schools industries cities countries doesn't work never did never did the only way to fight pandemic is to get to a herd immunization either by um infecting each other or by vaccination level so we can talk about vaccination we've been vaccinated high percent 77 percent, i think overall the country is it helping us are we getting more sick less sick more people less people i don't know nobody would know but i can tell you this everybody i know everybody i know had covid or is having covid inclusive of myself and my whole family so shutting down businesses, schools, and spreading money like there's no tomorrow helped? No. Let me tell you a story. So I, I, I was on the phone with uh, with a doctor. Uh, he's actually a, a doctor in a hospital. And he said to me, Aaron, let me tell you something. This is all one big bullshit and, 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 uh, and facade. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And he said, listen, the numbers that you see on the news so we get patients to the hospital. They can come because they have a stomachache, a headache, but because their eyes fell off. We force them to take a test. It comes back positive. That's it. We have to report it to the Ministry of Health. Now this is a COVID patient in a hospital. You see, there's a number. They didn't come for COVID. They didn't even know they had COVID. They came for something else. But we now tell them, you COVID patients. That's how the numbers work. Flattening the curve. All right. So one of the episodes I said, you know, it's been two years. Other than shutting down the country and printing money like there's no tomorrow, money that you don't have, that we don't have as a, as a country. That's what you did. Did you build another hospital or two hospitals? Or five hospitals? Did you create the industry for uh, air ventilators? Did you create in-house vaccines? Yeah, you give some money to a company that really started and trying to do the technology. I don't know where we are with this, but it's been too long, I think. But nevertheless, where do you put the money? You can ask people, if I'm giving you SERB, in return you're gonna volunteer doing something else. No, you just you just give money. You just hand it over money. You shut down businesses, you reduce capacity and now cost of living, inflation is 5-6%. It's because of you. This is where I would say to the convoy, this is where you need to protest. This is where you're going to get the most support. Somebody, and I don't mean disrespect to any teacher whatsoever, but a teacher that became a prime minister that never ran an office in his life, doesn't know what it is to run a business, doesn't know what the financial responsibility is, has no clue is heading a country. This is what we see. So let's go through the numbers because I'm a numbers guy. So 50% of the population is in lockdown. 50% capacity. I mean everybody's in lockdown at one point or another but capacity 50% okay so all this supply that I had to make to produce to create at hundred percent capacity day by day is now reduced to 50% at times that there's no lockdown so now there's a huge shortage of material out there demand is still there people still need to eat People still need to buy cars. They still need to run uh, errands. But they don't have the exact same supply as they used to have. So we are competing for, in in you know, in kind of an analogy in, in and uh, kind of a, a zoom out approach. We are fighting for a carton of milk instead of one person per carton of milk. We're, we're, we're fighting three or four for a carton of milk. So the price is going up. I mean, it's kind of a economics one-on-one. Supply and demand. That's what we did. But here's the interesting fact that I want to point attention to. We can blame logistics. We can, uh, uh, you know, uh, closures of, of ports, um, you know, increasing cost of warehousing, or whatever, you name it. Here is my problem. What you see in terms of increasing the cost of living, the milk, the eggs, the bacon, the beef, the chicken, the bread, gas—all of those are freaking domestic. They're not coming from anywhere. This is locally grown by a few conglomerates. That's that's true, but they are grown in house. Why bacon went up? 19% year over year. What happened? What? Pigs were in lockdown too? What happened? Why is beef 13% higher? Eggs, milk, why? You tell me. What? Cows got scared of COVID? Didn't produce as much milk? I'm being a little bit facetious, but I just want you to understand the increase of cost of living is a complete and total failure of this government. There's no other way around it. And these are just, you know, essentials. Taxes went up, insurances went up, our bills, hydro, gas, everything went up. Why? Why? shouldn't shouldn't it go down hmm so these are locally sourced products consumables materials these are not from outside don't kid yourself don't fool yourself and for you truck drivers if anybody's listening or it gets to your attention Get off the horse of uh, vaccination and I can't cross the border and, uh, you know, uh, they did this to me. Rally up for what I'm telling you, what I'm talking about. Not for that. The increased cost of living. The closures. Ridiculous and unreasonable closures that gets us nowhere. It gives us nothing and helps with nothing. rally to those to change how we do things because obviously what we've been doing in the last two years wasn't helpful in fact it made things worse we just follow the herd the US said this, Germany said that we're gonna follow, blindly the top doctor back then "Ah, you know, just have sex through a a sheet (laughs) Don't, don't kiss each other unbelievable and uh, Mr. Trudeau is uh, just uh, speaking moistly to us it's time for a change in this country i've been saying it or hinting to that for four months now what we're doing is not working and normally i talk about real estate i'm talking about the numbers everything i just mentioned these are kind of a day-to-day things that we use these are not where we need to live and where we need to live right now is increasing by tens of percents a year. It serves me, sure. I'm an investor. I own real estate. Fantastic, and all those my, uh, that you know work with me, my peers, and and, and thousands of others in in this country that you know do the same thing. I'm not unique. But it bothers me that we pay so much, and it makes us so. Um, inefficient and it makes it difficult to live in this country day by day that's not the country i came here 15 years ago and it it pains me to say it as much as i love this country that's not the right way it's not the right course so support to the convoy yes but the declared cause needs to change obviously i'm a little bit more i don't want to say emotional but a little bit more vocal about what i say and how i say it and it's probably unusual and out of character for me but it really bothers me um it bothers me a lot you know uh that's just not the way to go Anyhow, with that, um, everything I say, it's on my own merit, Um, you know, and and slew of disclaimers (laughs) at the bottom that I'm not encouraging any action whatsoever and and everything that you want to conclude from that is really on your own, at your own risk and on your own merit um for my end this is just my opinion that's what i would do and and that's it so with that i wish you a good rest of the day whatever is left of it good week ahead and uh, next week i have a subject i would like to speak to ah it's about time landlords and tenants have a good week stay safe